This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, city league. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And welcome back to the Call of the Mossy Sports Report right here on ESPN Radio. Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.FM, and it's all brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, and I'm glad to be here. It's Saturday morning. I just got to finish off some local uh, local news before we get to the coach, the ball coach from Savannah State, and that's the football head coach, Ernest Wilson, in two seconds. But I got to send a big shout-out to three special ladies in my life, okay? I watch these young ladies grow and grow and grow and be dominant, dominant on the court and dominant in the classroom, dominating in college. I'm just so proud that I had a chance to teach these young ladies and be part of their life, and that's the Wilskowski sisters. Last night at St. Andrews, we had the triple jersey retirement of the Wilkowski family ladies. I mean, these girls were unbelievable. Grace Wilkowski, she was the all-time leading scorer with 2017 points. Mary would finish, the middle sister would finish with 1727 points, and the, and the youngest, the baby, Rose, would finish with 1556 points. I mean, unbelievable. They won five championships, two volleyball, three basketball, but you know what's else a special people? They were all valedictorians of their class. Valedictorians, Great basketball players, great athletes, love them to death. Grace now is going to be an intern doctor in Texas. Uh, Mary is going to be a lawyer down in Fort Lauderdale, and Rose is already working in interior design in New York City. To uh, to Mary and my, uh, to Deb and Mike, great girls, uh, outstanding people. I mean, what more do you want to say because of outstanding parents? Once again, congratulations to the Lukowski sisters who had their numbers retired at St. Andrews last night. And uh, something something special uh, with these young ladies. And uh, once again, I, I got goosebumps talking about this. But uh, once again, triple retirement. Those jerseys will never be worn at St. Andrews schools at St. Andrews school anymore. Uh, Grace wore number 31. Mary wore number 45. And Rose Ward number 24, a great article by Don Heath in the Savannah Morning News, and they all add up to 100. And those girls are 100% the top of their class. Okay, how to get that out there? I couldn't make it last night. I had my own graduation to go to. Couldn't go to that special reception, but, you know, my, my heart and my mind were there also. But next up, we got, a, we got a guy that's got finally a year under his belt. We're going to see what he does with this program over to Savannah State. And I tell you right now, he's done a lot over there. He's recruited local players. He's bringing in the local kids. And he's got excitement over there at T. Wright Stadium. And that's Savannah State University Tiger football program. Great guy. If you, ever, if you ever meet him, the man is first class. And he's joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400 and 104.3 FM hotline. The head Tiger, the ball coach, Ernest Wilson III. Good morning, Ernest. Good morning, Carl. How you doing? Hey, Ernest, it's Saturday morning. I'm excited. I'm revved up to go. And what better way? This is the only college football program in this town, and I want to make sure we get the news out there, what's going on over there. And the job you're doing that over there is unbelievable, Coach. I mean, you've had less than a year under your belt. You didn't come in until June 7th last year. And, uh, I mean, you're trying to change the atmosphere, and I think you are by bringing all these local kids, and uh, we're talking type of football. <laughs> 
Well, you know, we're doing a lot over there. We uh, we're running and gunning, been going every single day. Uh, the guys have been out on the road recruiting. Uh, we know we went to every single high school once again. Uh, you know, we haven't even reached, I have not reached a year yet uh, uh, being here at uh, Savannah State. But, you know, we got kids camps going on. We got high school camps, middle school camps. We got a golf tournament. We've had a football coaches clinic, which we brought in two NFL coaches. So, so we have we have a lot going on, and been able to get some uh, national and local attention. So we're excited about how things are going at Savannah State. Well, like you said, you, you don't even have a year under your belt. June seventh is your uh, one year anniversary. Tell us, tell us about Savannah, Georgia, and what you like so much that you've been here almost a year now. What is so special about Savannah State and Savannah, Georgia, to, to Ernest Wilson? What you know is special about the uh, place, and I say Savannah, number one, is you you got the beach right down the street, and then you got a great downtown. You know, I'm getting a little bit older, so those are my type <laughs> of things. You know, I like I like going to the beach, and I like, uh, you know, just that historic downtown. And it's been real good. The people's been really good. Uh, I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, good schools and everything else from kids. Uh, when they come down, but uh, I'm excited about it now. Savannah State, you know, there's one thing I really appreciate is my athletic director, Sterling Stewart, and he's allowed me to do whatever I wanted to do in order to get this program going, going in the right direction. So I've been, you know, able to work with him and the president. So I'm fired up about our mission at uh, Savannah State and the academics, and and uh, we really look forward to doing great things in the future. Well, you know, you, you said it's a beautiful place. Uh, you and I are uh, guys that just want to go to the beach, settle down, get a good book, or walk down and check out the historic sites. And uh, uh, and I'm telling you right now, you, your AD is doing a good job promoting that place. Uh, facilities are first class. Uh, so tell me, tell us now, are you allowed to talk about the recruits you're bringing in, your uh, recruits that will be coming here from next year, local recruits? Are you allowed to talk about them now? Yeah, we crossed that dotted line with a... But you have, they have to sign their name. But I'm real fired up about my recruits. Uh, you know, we're at every position, uh, you know, we had a quarterback that came in from uh, South. That's coming in from South Carolina. Uh, young man, uh, he ran for 20. One season, he ran for me through for 2,800 yards, and ran for another 1,800 yards. His name is Michael Knox. So we were fortunate enough to get him to come into our program. He's going to be a freshman. Uh, you know, I'm excited about getting Derek Wright, who's out from Memorial Day, the six seven wide receiver, as well as Tyler Hagen, uh, another six seven wide receiver. Uh, that that both of them can uh, catch the ball well, but uh, Derek Derek's really explosive. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I got Mark, little Marlon Laston, who and you can tell I'm an offensive guy right now. <laughs> uh, can catch the ball and, and get it up there. I got a fullback coming in from Decatur, Georgia, Nick Bentley, who benches over 400 pounds. So I'm excited about having some guys. And then, you know, we say the big dogs up front uh, with Sean Fogarty and, and uh, Taylor Gordon. Uh, bluffing. Sean Fogarty's over at uh, BC, and, and uh, Taylor Gordon, who's uh, he's, we, we consider him a local, even though he's, he, he's up in Bluffton, South Carolina. So. You know, we got a lot of great players coming in on offense and on defense. We got Tucker, Steve Tucker from, uh, you know, from, uh, I want to say from Tucker, but, uh, he, he's a heck of a football player. So we, we I mean, Steve, excuse me, Steve Reynolds from Tucker. Uh, a heck of a safety. We got some good set of, uh, defensive linemen coming in. So we're real excited about our players.
and they're actually a lot bigger than our players that we have in our program right now. And so that we wanted to come in, and they're young. They're young. They're local. We got we had one of the top uh, recruiting classes for the state of Georgia amongst all Division One schools. Uh, we recruit. We recruited 23 kids from Georgia. So we were excited about that. And so good things and big things are going to happen for us. Well, Coach, I'm going to do this quick. I'm going to send out the roll call of Savannah players that I, I know of that you've signed. Ellison Burns from B.C., uh, Keenart Campbell from uh, Bible Baptist. Let's go down. Uh, Willie Cooper from Beach. Uh, Tavares, uh, Tavares Dillard from uh, Savannah High. Uh, Sean Fogarty, B.C. I'm going down the line here. Uh, uh, Raheem Green from Memorial Day School. Uh, Stephen Tyler Hagen from South Effingham. Uh, you got uh, Hillard from Savannah High. I mean, you got Kirkland from Savannah Country Day. You got uh, Knox from Johnson. You got Latson from Memorial Day. Coach, this is something special when I can, you know, and I know these kids. You got Sheldon from Memorial Day School. If I left any of these Savannah kids out, I'm telling you right now, guys, if you're listening, Coach is a class act and he's going to treat you right. And I'm not excited about it. I mean, I always take one or two Tiger games in every year. I'm excited. I'm going to, I'm going to be there probably for every home game you got there, Coach. <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I really do believe that it starts at home. And all those guys you name, and I'm sorry I may have left some of them out while I was talking about offense or defense. But, uh, I got you know, you back, I'm, I'm I trying to build this thing just like Boise State, just like some of the other schools that built their, school, uh, their programs from inside out. We start at home first. And when you're naming those names, and I'm constantly thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, he's going to be a good one. He's going to be a good one. He's going, you know, and I already have plans for them. I already have thoughts for them, how we're going to get them to a certain level. So I'm very excited about it, just like you are. And I think that that's why the people of Savannah should come out, because we got to support our own. we got to make this. When you walk, when you go inside Chatham County, when you come into our area, you got to make Savannah State uh, a different type of territory to come into we got to make this thing a, a lot of fun on, on Saturdays for not only for the, the players out there that's worked so hard, but also for all your fans. All right, Coach, we're running up against the clock here, and I know another key point we want to talk about all the camps. These camps are perfect for players who are looking to improve their skills. You also get to see get seen by the uh, coaching staff. So uh, let's start off. You start out uh, on Thursday, June 5th, with the youth camp. So let's, let's kick them off right now. Yeah, June 5th, we're going to have a youth camp. But my main emphasis is to get the fundamentals going, teach young people how to work, uh, better work ethic, everything, uh, say everything else, probably give a little bit about just being a good young man in society. So I'm excited about June 6th, we come back with a middle school camp, and we're excited about having that. And, uh, you know, that's for the 6th to the 8th grade. I, I've got a chance to see both. This year, I got a chance to see both Little League and uh, middle school football being played. I came by and watched some of the games. People were surprised. But then, uh, then, uh, then on June uh, 13th and June 19th, we have a high school camps. Uh, they're going to be all day long, and we're going to be able to evaluate talent, but also be able to help young men better their game. The following uh, that the end of the month, 27th, we're looking to have our seven on seven. So we're trying to get uh, teams for that, but we're really excited about it. We're really excited about working with the community and the young kids. We have already got people signed up all the way from California to Texas to New York and 
Uh, we just need to get our local people uh, really looking at it. But we got them from all over the country coming in to uh, be in our camps. Well, Coach, keep up the great work, and uh, I, I'm going to enjoy watching this and seeing you do it in the community. Uh, once again, I appreciate it. Anytime you got something special, just give me a call, and we'll give a shout-out to Savannah about the Savannah State football program. And you can get all this information online at ssuathletics.com, and just go to the football page, and you can find all the information, get all the brochures and all the details you need. Coach, keep up the good work. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, and don't forget about our golf tournament on June 9th. We need golfers. <laughs> And I want to say to all the veterans, my dad's a vet, that happy Memorial Day. Thanks, Coach. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you. You too. And that's Coach Ernest Wilson III, the head football coach over at Savannah State. Has a bunch of camps going on. They start June. Uh, let me get back to my notes here. I just scribbled it. They start June 5th uh, and go online at ssuathletics.com. Click on football and you can find up, find out more information. Great guy. I uh, have had, met him a, at least three or four times now. Can talk to him for hours. And a lot of local talent going to be playing there at T. Wright Stadium. Well, next up, we got a new guy, a new baseball coach. Let's keep it in the baseball theme. we got a lot of baseball going on. And what's special about this guy? He is a friend of Kevin Farmer. And we'll be talking to the new baseball coach at Calvary Day School, a Cavalier himself, the new head baseball coach, Philip Lee. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSCG. And it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> And I'm glad you're listening to the call, Demasi Sports Report. Whatever you may be doing, wherever you may be, thank you for listening every Saturday morning right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And it's all presented to you by Optum Orthopedics, their doctor-led and patient-focused right here in Savannah, Georgia. And it's a beautiful Saturday morning. It's Memorial Day weekend. It's championship, championship weekend right here in Savannah, Georgia, over at Benedictine School. And I'm telling you right now, uh, this guy that's on hold has something or has been a part of what's going on at Calvary because this man worked under Kevin Farmer. He's a student at, at Calvary Day School. He went back and he's the head coach now. He does a great job with the kids. He's been, he's been part of the coaching staff, I think, at Calvary since 2008. That means he worked with Kevin Farmer. Well, there's no further ado. The new head baseball coach from Calvary Day School, he's joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400 104.3 FM hotline is Philip Lee. Good morning, Philip. Good morning, Mr. DeMasi. How you doing? Come on, come on. It's Carl. I know you coached my son, and I'm still Mr. DeMasi. I'm, I'm telling you right now, you can tell what, what type of person this guy is. He gets on the radio and says, Mr. DeMasi, uh, call me coach. Coach, uh, you know, uh, it's something special to see you get that job. And, uh, I mean, I mean, first of all, thanks for taking the time for coming on. And uh, tell me about it. Yeah, I mean, you're the head coach now at a school you went to school with at, just like Kevin Farmer now moved over to B.C. He went to school there. What, what's so special about this job now for Philip Lee? I tell you, you know, Calvary's just been such a special place to me over the years. Um, they've been great to me. They uh, helped shape me into the person I am today, and I'm just looking forward to giving back to them and to the boys that will be um, with us here this year. 
Well, you've, you've been part of this program now for a long time. You came, you played there, you went to Bruton Park and played college baseball. Uh, you were the captain of the baseball team, and uh, you started coaching back at Calvary uh, 2008 with Kevin Farmer. Tell us about the experience of uh, coaching with Coach Farmer and uh, being part of that Cavalier program. And, you know, you got there after they won the state championship in 2007, but you, you had some state uh, final runs in 2000, I think, 11. You guys reached the Final Four. Tell us what it was like working with Coach Farmer. I tell you, he was a uh, an inspiration to me. You know, he's the guy that knows the game, that demands a lot of his players. Um, players respect him on and off the field, and um, I have I've learned a lot throughout the years um, with him, and then with many of the other coaches that I've uh, coached with or either played for, and it's um, just kind of helped grow me into the coach that I plan to be this upcoming year. And uh, it's just been it's been very special. And he's uh, you know he's been a great friend to me over the years, and um, you know, I'm just looking forward to. Now, competing against him for the first time in my life. <laughs> it's going to be strange when you got the coach and, and, and the uh, the mentor on the other side. I mean, it, it's going to be exciting to see that happen. I know Calvary and BC like playing each other in all sports. Uh, now, when you played at Calvary, who was your head coach? Alan Lowe? He was. My first two years, Alan Lowe was the head coach. And then for my junior and senior year, Kevin Farmer took over. So. So you also played with him, played for him, coached with him, and uh, well, you know, we know Kevin Farmer. I know Kevin Farmer likes to play small ball, likes to play fundamental baseball. What's going to be Philip Lee's trademark on this Cavaliers program? You know, I think that really kind of depends on your team that you have each year. Um, you know, in the past we've had some guys that could, you know, swing it and you know hit it out of the park, and and then we've also had some teams that we had some guys that could run really well, and so I think it just kind of depends on the type of players that you have year in and year out. Uh, I personally, I um, I think that small ball is probably a better way to go because that kind of never goes in slumps for the most part. Um, <laughs> just button and running, and I think that uh, that really kind of puts a lot of pressure on the defense. And uh, So that's that's kind of probably our route that we will go, especially with the team that we have this year. we got some guys that can run a little bit, and um, that's probably uh, part of where we're going to go for this year. You know, and I know you worked on another former Cavalier uh, on his staff, Jonathan Davis, uh, leaving, uh, to go, uh, up north. Uh, you guys finished 19 and 14 this year, 7 and 3 in region. Uh, tell, tell us, uh, what, what the Cavalier, uh, roster is going to be like next year. You got a lot, did a lot of seniors graduate. You got a lot of kids coming back. A shout out to any of these kids you want to give? Well, this past year we had three guys graduate, um, and uh, they did a great, tremendous job for us uh, this year. Um, but this upcoming year we'll have seven seniors, um, seven seniors that have been with us for three or four years now, and uh, they've just been completely committed to our program, to our system, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking for great things out of them this year. They are, they're some great senior leaders, great kids on and off the field, and um, I'm really excited to what to see what they're going to do for us this year. Well, I know, uh, you know, these guys took in, into playoffs. You beat first Presbyterian two out of three, and then you came back and lost to Kings Ridge. And, uh, you know, you, you, ha you have a good, solid foundation there. The program's been, uh, you know, stable. But what, what I want to ask you is when you were notified by, I guess, a great guy over there, Chad Griffin, that you were athletic, uh, you were going to be the head baseball coach. Chad Griffin's the athletic director. Uh, what, what was your reaction? I know Natalie, your wife, uh, Natalie Paris, a standout basketball player over there. What was your reaction when you both found out that you're going to be your alma mater, your uh, your high school team's baseball coach. I was very, very blessed. Um, I, you know, I told Coach Kristen that I, how much I appreciated it from him and the rest of our administrative staff. And um, I told him, absolutely, I said, man, I said, this is something that I've been dreaming about 
since I left Calvary, and um, you know I'm pretty invested in that place, going there from kindergarten to twelfth grade. So um, I just told him, I said, man, I appreciate the opportunity, and uh, my wife and I will definitely talk it over. And that probably took about a total of two seconds to uh, get her okay. And um, so I think <laughs> that we're we're both all in and uh, looking forward to this opportunity. Now, besides baseball, you also uh, teach there. What do you teach, and uh, what other sports do you coach? Well, for the past six years that I've been at Calvary, I've taught sixth grade earth science. Um, but this upcoming year, I'll be taking on a new position. I'm, once again, I'm very blessed to uh, be taking on this new position. I'll be the middle school dean of students. And so I'll be doing that and then also coaching middle school football again as well. Well, Philip, uh, you know, I, I wish you the best of luck. I, I know you've touched uh, my son's uh, life, Dominic, when he played over there. Uh, he always talks very highly, highly of you. When I told him you got the job, he was excited about it. I know the program's not going to go anywhere, but keep going up. Uh, it's just a great tradition over there. Keep it going, and I wish you the best of luck. And like I just told Coach Wilson from Savannah State, anytime you got something special, anytime you want to give a shout-out about your kids or your program, hey, just give me a call, and we'll talk about it right here on ESPN Radio. Once again, congratulations. You deserve it. And I wish you the best of luck. I appreciate it very much. Thank you guys for having me on this morning. And that's the new head baseball coach at Calvary Day School, Philip Lee. I mean, it's just exciting. I mean, I mean, I, I know I've said this plenty of times before. I graduated from a small school in New York, East Rockway High School. I went to college, volunteered as a football coach there. I wound up coming back there to be a teacher coach. There's nothing more special than to be a coach at the school that you graduated from. And I know it was tough leaving Savannah, Georgia, uh, leaving New York, uh, East Rockway, New York, Limburg, New York. But you know what? I made a great move coming down here. But I still, you know, I'm still a, a rock, as we were called in East Rockway, the East Rockway Rocks. But you know what? To come back and coach your school is something special. We got Kevin Farmer now of BC. We got Jonathan. Davis did a great job at Calvary before uh, Philip Lee got the job this year, so it's it's really really exciting. So next up, we're going to talk a little BC baseball. We'll give you a little insight what's going to happen over there on Sea Right Drive. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hillhead, AM fourteen hundred one hundred four point three FM WSCG, and it's all part of that Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And welcome back to the Call of Mossy Sports Report. Right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And I'm glad you could join me. And it's all presented to you by Optum Orthopedics. Remember that doctor-led and patient focus used to be the Southeastern Orthopedic Center. Now it's Optum Orthopedics right there at 210 Eastern Avenue right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. Well, I've been saying it's Memorial Day weekend. Thank you to all the veterans and to all the veterans and to their families who have lost their lives for that one cause to keep us free and uh, there's nothing more I can say about that because I am a veteran son and uh, long gone but Frank Damasio will always be in my heart my favorite picture is him in his army uniform over there in Korea so once again to all you veterans thank you and to all the veterans that have gone on to keep our our way of life what it is to be free thank you very much it's also championship weekend we talked about BC playing for the Class Double Eight Georgia High School State Association baseball championship. Well, I got to send a shout out across the bridge to the Low Country to the Hilton Head Lady 
Islands, the Lady Seahawks soccer championship uh, soccer team, they won their fourth straight 3A girls championship yesterday. The Seahawks beat Chapin High School one nothing, and I'm telling you right now, Ernie Swosey over there, he's been on every year since they have uh, won a championship. I will have him on here next week. I mean, great program over there. Four straight state championships, the South Carolina High School Schools Association, 3A girls champions, the Seahawks of Hilton Head High School. Congratulations out there. And as our first champion of this spring season as far as a team sport goes. Well, we got BC uh, taking on Greater Atlantic Christian today. 1.30 at Benedictine Military School right there on Seawright Drive. Their tailgate party kicks off in about eight minutes. They'll open the gates, I think, about 11 o'clock, 11.30 for you to get in there. It's going to be a packed house. So you don't get there early. It's going to be tough. They will have a shuttle going from the National Armor, Armor, uh, Armory right there on uh, Eisenhower Drive, the National, the National Guard Armory. Okay, Coach, slow down. You're getting excited. You're talking championship baseball here. But, uh, you know, you got to love it. PJ, this has got to be exciting. I know you're down there in Brunswick, but you guys have uh, have followed BC a lot in all their sports. It's got to be an exciting time down there in Brunswick, knowing that BC is going to be, you know, I mean, you do the BC Minute and everything else. What's your uh, take on this big game today? No, yeah, exactly. Like you said, I'm I'm very excited for this. Uh, we've been doing the Benedictine Minute. We've been following them uh, ever since. Uh, really, we've been following them since we got up there to Savannah. So all the high school teams and uh, Benedictine has kind of stood out. Uh, had that great football season, um, and, and now they're making this run in the baseball playoffs as well. And this is a game, this is a series, I should say. Uh, I just can't wait for uh, Benedictine looking for their first state championship in a long time. Obviously, Savannah knows how to throw a party, and uh, they're going to today with uh, their tailgate and whatnot. And, and Benedictine, for me, you just got to go in, you got to play as hard as you can, and against a team that has been road warriors. Like you said, they've been on the road the whole time. Benedictine's been at home the whole time. So uh, they're comfortable, it looks like, in Savannah uh, with their home crowd. But you can't get too comfortable. At the same time, you can't get too amped. There's going to be a huge crowd there. Um, there's going to be a lot of nerves. And you got to do your best to get the butterflies out of the way um, in the first inning, in the first half inning even, and uh, just go out there and play baseball. But with these guys, I, I mean, I think they can, especially with guys like Brad Stewart, Mike Huggins, who, who've been so good, um, Chipper Wiley, uh, who received the uh, Baseball Player of the Year award. I mean, uh, the list goes on and on. Now you got to get it done in the in the last series of the season, uh, one series, and you take the state championship home um, in front of your home crowd. Uh, that would be that. It's been a year full of great stories in Savannah, and this could be another one, and, and I sure hope it is. And um, I think it will be later today. Well, don't forget, like I said, the gates will open at 1130, not 11 o'clock. Uh, first pitch is at 130. There's no alcohol or outside drinks and food allowed in the stadium. No vehicles will be allowed to be parked behind the outfield fence like the uh, the cadet crazies like to do. Uh, BC will provide parking and a shuttle to and from the National Guard Armory beginning at 1230. Tickets are $7, okay, and that's established by the Georgia High School State Association. No passes will be accepted except for the Georgia High School State Association pass, and you have to have photo ID with that. And uh, and if game three is necessary, it'll be Monday, and the time will be determined. Uh, like PJ just said, PJ Zuko, who uh, does our uh, high school first look on Thursday nights here on ESPN during the football season. He also does the uh, ESPN Kids Show every uh, Saturday morning down there in Brunswick. I mean, BC 
has played 10 home games. They've won 9 out of 10 at BC. Greater Atlantic Christian has been on the road for 10 games. So they're the road warriors. But, you know, they got something special. They're playing for a coach who's retiring after 32 years, Cliff Shelton. PJ, that's got to be a factor in this game. These boys are gunning for something here. And I know they're the fourth seed, and I know BC's knocked off two of their previous uh, region uh, foes. But you know what? These kids are playing motivated. Yeah, and uh, a lot of the times I like when stories are connected to sports, and uh, I, I normally pull for that team, but I think stories have been connected to this Benedictine team uh, all year. I mean, one of the big stories, one of the major stories, uh, can be that last game that they had 19-16 over Wesley, and uh, you didn't come this far to just give it up. And same thing for Greater Atlanta Christian, where uh, the, their coach has been coaching for that long, now he's retiring after the year. You definitely want to send him off on a good note um it's just two great stories and two great teams that are coming to a head today all right we'll have more in the last part of the show that's in the second hour when frank sokowski's on remember pj thanks for your great input so stay tuned and remember you're listening to the call the monster sports report brought to you by optimal orthopedics right here on espn radio savannah am 1400 and 104.3 fm wscg and it's all part of the southern pigskin radio network This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> this is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop Warner football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> And welcome to our number two of the Call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSCG, and it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. I'm Call of the Monster, it's Memorial Day weekend, and i got to send a big shout out and thank you to all our veterans and to all the families that have lost a veteran for, you know, Letting us do what we do, and that's to be free, to choose what we want to do, not to have our speeches monitored or, or, or put a hold on. I mean, that's what Memorial Day weekend's all about, thanking the veterans for keeping us free. And, uh, like I said earlier at nine o'clock, uh, gotta thank my father, Frank DeMasi, uh, passed away a long time ago, but he was a veteran, came home with a purple heart, and, uh, never told us the stories on how he got it, but I'm proud to say that he served our country. And to my father-in-law, John Anunziata, who's been like a second father, he was in the Navy during the Korean War. Great job, Pop. We love you and thank you for your service. And to all the families, 
thank a veteran today. That's what it's all about. It's also championship weekend over at Benedictine Military School. The BC Cadets taking on the Spartans of Greater Atlantic Christian at 130 for the state. Georgia High School State Association Class AA Baseball Championship. And uh, once again, good luck to the cadets. You better get there early because it's going to be a packed house. Uh, the, the tailgate party has started in the parking lot. Gates won't open until 1130. You better get there early. If you need a ride, you can go park at the National Guard Armory. They'll shuttle you over starting at 1230. $7 to get in. No freebies, and uh, you, they'll only accept the Georgia High School State Association pass. Uh, also, got to send a big out shout to the Hilton Head. Lady Seahawks winning their fourth consecutive South Carolina High School League Class 3A soccer championship last night, winning one nothing. Congratulations to Ernie Swozo and, and the Lady Seahawks. And... Uh, what, what, what more can I say? Hour number two is always, uh, exciting. We got the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic coming up at 1017, and that's Islands High School baseball player senior Austin Leggett. Pretty tough region the Sharks play in, and I'm not boasting this because if you know me, I teach at Island High School, but, you know, to have a player win the region player of the year because you're going against perennial state playoff and state champions like Pierce County, Appling County, Tattnall County, Brantley County. I mean, it's pretty something special, and the kid deserves it. He'll be on here at 1017. And then we'll get to the columnist, Stephen Elmo Weeks, about 1030, and the big guy, Frank Silkowski, about 1047. Stephen Elmo Weeks will be breaking down the Savannah mile run, which is taking place right now at Foresight Park. He'll give us a live update, what's going on that. Uh, big uh, big event, supports all our fallen uh Local heroes, firemen, policemen, uh, put on by the 200 Club, and uh, it's something special. Stephen will give us his take on that. Talk a little uh, PGA golf. Brian Harmon tied for 11th in the PGA tar Tour going on today, the event today. And it will close out with the big guy, Frank Sikowski. Give us an update on what's going to happen over there at BC today. All right, let's go to the scoreboard quick. Uh, baseball, we got to talk baseball. And you know what, Braves fans? I love the Braves now. I'm a Brave. Of course, of course, if they play the Yankees, I'm going to root for the Yankees. But uh, anyway, they're in first place. Stop crying about it. One of the best pitching staffs. They do enough to win. You got the best reliever in baseball, in my mind, in Craig Kimball. 13, he notched number 13 last night. They win 3 2. Reserve, Gerald Lard comes in for uh, uh, Evan Gaddis, who's sick, delivers a two out, eighth inning RBI single, and the Braves win. They're in first place. They're 27 20. They're up three games. Gotta love the Braves. They'll take on the Rockies today at seven uh, at four ten. They'll take on the Braves, to, uh, the Rockies today at four ten at Turner Field. Hey, uh, let's go to our only professional sport here in Savannah, Georgia, the Savannah Sand Nats, the defending Sally League champion. They lost a heartbreaker last night in thirteen innings, six five to Lexington. They'll play tonight at seven o five, and Savannah own Savannian own John Gant will be on the rubber, as we'd like to say in baseball. He'll be towing the rubber. He's four and two, has a two point nine three ERA, and uh, the game starts at seven seven o five in. Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, once again, go Nats. Uh, high school baseball, we'll get an update at the end of the uh, show with uh, BC taking on Greater Atlantic Christian for the Class AA Georgia High School State Association Baseball Championship. So that's, once again, get over there early. Golf results. Here we go. We're going to give you a quick golf results. Monday was the golf, the Georgia High School State Golf Association's tournament. Nicolette Weaver in 3A, and the girls finished 27th. She shot a 92, five, uh, three better than last year. Gus Beisel from Savannah Arts Academy, also in AAA, finishes tied for 29th, shooting an 80. In 4A, South Effingham Mustangs, I'd say the best golf team in the area this year, finished 12th as a team, but Harrison Stafford going to the... 
the College of Coastal Georgia in Brunswick. That's where our main studio is. The College of Coastal Georgia, tongue twister. He shot a 76. He finished tied for eighth. In girls, double-A, St. Vincent's went as a team also. They finished tenth as a team. But my favorite little saint over there, Lily Payne, shoots a 94. She finishes tied for 19th. In single-A, Savannah Christian boys and girls went. The girls finished sixth. Uh, Emmeline Bryant tied for 14th, shooting a 90. And the boys... The best finisher, the low medalist for all our golfers from Savannah area, went to Patrick Kistler. He shot a 71. He finished third in the state in Class A. And I thought this was ironic. The rest of the team all shot 82s and tied for 31. That was Nick, uh, sorry, Nate Tosto, uh, Lenoris Williams, and James Waller. All shot an 82, all tied for 31st. All right, going to more scores here. We've got to go to college. Armstrong Atlantic Lady Pirates. Won the first game they played 5-1 over West Westchester University on the first day, and then they lost yesterday to the number one seeded West Texas A&M softball team, 6-5. They'll have to play tonight at 7.30. They're taking on the winner of the game that's being played at 2.30 today, Southeastern Oklahoma State or Wayne State out of Michigan. Okay, uh, In track, Savannah State University men's and women's track teams have qualified for the NCAA men's outdoor and women's outdoor track and field regionals, which will be in Jacksonville on May 29th. Uh, Scad, what a heartbreaker. You go in the number one team in NAI women's golf, you get to the final hole, you tie with Oklahoma City, you go to a playoff, and you lose by a stroke. Sorry, Scad Bees, but there's nothing to be ashamed of. The Lady Scad Bees finished second in the nation in NAIA in championship uh, in golf. Uh, they finished behind Oklahoma City one stroke on a 10th hole. The team lost by one stroke, but they did have the low medalist. And like I said earlier, I do apologize. Al Zane Reiser, okay, was the low medalist out of Scad. And uh, uh, Sophia Molinero, okay, she finished uh, third overall in the tournament. Running events, we got the Savannah Mile going on at Forsyth Park. Drayton Street is closed, so you cannot go down or up Drayton, Drayton Street. Uh, it's a one-way street. They're running the Savannah Mile right now. It's a good cause to help support our fallen heroes, policemen and firemen. Stephen Weeks will be on in the third part of this hour to tell us about it. Uh, last night at St. Andrews, the Wilkowski triple jersey retirement. Gotta love those girls. And I had the pleasure of teaching and coaching all of them. Grace Wilkowski was the high scorer, career point scorer with 2017 points. Mary, her sister, youngest sister by a year, finished with 1727 and she was the leading, uh, set the leading rebound or holds the rebounding record. And Rose, the little sister, finished with 1556. But you know what's so special about these three girls? Yes, they won five state championships. They won three in basketball, two in volleyball. But you know what? They were all valedictorians of their class. And that's pretty, pretty special coming from St. Andrews, which is a very, very uh, rigorous IB program. And those three girls, those three young ladies, uh, whether they took AP courses, IB courses to do that. And they're, they're very, very special people. They're good people. They're great people. They brought up by two great parents, uh, Deb Wilkowski and Max, uh, Wilkowski. Uh, gotta love them. And, uh, Mary went on to play at Hamline up in, uh, uh, Minnesota. She's the, uh, School record for points. Uh, Rose graduated from uh, University of Texas. She's an interior uh, uh, designer in New York City. And then Grace just finished uh, med school, and she's going to be an anesthesiologist. She'll, she'll be starting her internship. She graduated from University of Texas. Got to love you, ladies. Great job to the Wilkowski sisters. Grace, Mary, and Rose Wilkowski getting their numbers retired at St. Andrews last night. Golf tournament's coming up. 
We know the Tiger Football Golf Tournament is June 9th. Well, I've got to send a shout-out for this one. On June 7th, we'll have the Dustin Dauphini, annual Dustin Dauphini Scholarship Golf Tournament. Okay, uh, great kid, taken away too early from us. Uh, good friend of uh, the next guest coming on, good friend of my son. Dustin Dauphini was a standout football player, athlete, and person at uh, Calvary, died in a tragic car accident. So uh, every year they give out a scholarship to a junior, rising junior. It'll be at Henderson Golf Course. And then the Savannah Indians, okay? Starting up the Savannah Indians again. Edward Graham in charge of it. He's starting this program. They're going to have a golf tournament to help raise money for the uh, the Savannah Indians uh, fast pitch softball program. That'll be June 14th at Henderson Golf Course. You can call... Edwin at 663-3017 or go to Savannah Indians Fast Pitch. You could also go to um, uh, the Dustin Dauphini uh, uh, Golf Tournament on Facebook and get in touch with Dave Dauphini and Ian Dauphini and Donna Dauphini. Get in touch with me at 912-507-9158 and I'll put you in the right place. Well, that's the first segment that really goes quick. And once again, this cannot happen without my sponsor, Optimal Orthopedics. They have 26 of the finest, best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. Full-service outpatient surgery center. Got to slow down here, Austin. Digital MRI. Austin Leggett is sitting in the studio, and he's watching me go 50 miles an hour. Physical therapy, hand therapy in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care. And remember, they support our local athletes and our local sports. And remember... They're doctor-led and patient-focused. The center is located at 210 East Durant Avenue, right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www. Optum, O-P-T-I-M, health.com. Once again, we got to get to uh, the break here, but i got to send a big shout-out to everybody, to the veterans, Memorial Day weekend. God bless you, and thank you for doing what you do, because I wouldn't be here doing what I love to do, talk to you on the radio. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And welcome back to the Sports you by Orthopedics right here on ESPN for Santa Hill. AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSCG. And it's all part of Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Well, it's Memorial Day weekend, and uh, we, we're thanking our vets for what they did and what they do for us to keep us free. We're also talking about championship weekend. It's baseball championship weekend right here in Savannah, Georgia, at Benedictine Military School at 1.30. The cadets taking on the Spartans of Greater Atlantic Christian. And I'm telling you right now, I wanted to keep it a baseball theme. We talked to uh, the head baseball, new head baseball coach at Calvary Day School, and why not have a baseball player of the week or the weathering chiropractic clinic of the week athlete a baseball player and he's a senior just graduated last night and here's the skinny on our athlete of the week uh he was named the region 3a baseball player of the year now that's pretty that's pretty impressive people if you don't know anything about baseball in georgia pierce county appling county brantley county uh tattnall county uh top top four baseball one of the top four baseball play, baseball programs in uh, 3A. Southeast Bullocks, always a perennial uh, top team. And this team made the state playoffs, but this kid was voted by the coaches as the player of the year. Uh, he was also a Savannah Morning News All-City First Team baseball player. He saw, has signed a letter of intent to play at Savannah State for Coach Hardy. He threw 
out 16 of 21 catch, 21 runners who tried to steal off him from the catching position. He hit 370 with nine doubles, two home runs, and 25 RBIs. And when Islands was having trouble with their pitches with soreness and not knowing who they're going to throw, he also went from behind the dish to the the, to the pitching plate, that's what we call it, the pitching plate, or as everybody calls it, the pitching mound. He went 3-for-3 three three on, on the mound with a 2.85 ERA. He won one of the biggest games for them late in the season, and uh, just a great kid. And joining us now in the ESPN Savannah Hillhead AM 1400 104.3M studio is Senior. She just graduated last night, baseball player from Islands High School, Austin Leggett. Good morning, Austin. Good morning, Coach. Hey, you know... uh it's it, it's such an exciting time. It's a baseball weekend, and I've watched you grow. Little do people know that you were the uh, bullpen catcher that warmed up my son over at Calvary in your freshman year. You uh, transferred over to Islands High School when we started a new program, got a lot of playing experience. Uh, I, I mean, it's just something special to watch you grow into an outstanding baseball player, and thanks for coming in. Thank you. Well, you know, you love baseball. I mean, you sleep, you eat it, you uh, think about it 24-7. I mean, it doesn't stop. When did this all start for you? When did you start playing baseball? Did a dad throw you out in the field and say, Austin, this is what you got to do? Well, it was kind of what I wanted to do. Uh, four years old, started at the Haversham YMCA, playing T-ball as every kid starts when they're young. Um, so that's when I basically started and wanted to play baseball. So I mean, and you know, you, you, you do you do very good at it. I mean, throwing 16 out of 21 runners out, 3.7 batting average, 3.70 batting average, 3 for 3 on the mound, 25 RBIs, 2.85 ERA. I mean, what do you like most about this game? Now, let's not go skills, but what do you like most about baseball? I mean, you're very good in those specific areas, but what do you like most about it? Definitely the challenge that it brings in uh, tight situations and big games. Um, definitely knowing how to react to those situations. That's what I like most about it. Some people don't like it, but that's what I like most about it. Now, you know, from what I hear you saying is that it's also, people don't realize how mental of a game it is. Oh, yeah, definitely mental. Um, you got to know how to react and uh Quick minutes, uh, knowing what to do at the right time, uh, knowing what everybody else is doing on the field. So, I mean, so now we talked about it. I know you've probably played every position. Have you played every position in Islands High School? Uh, except for outfield, because I'm very slow. So, you know, <laughs> so you're, you were a pitcher. You're a catcher. First baseman, second baseman, shortstop, third baseman. Uh, Coach Garol and Coach Pugh used you everywhere, okay? What do you feel is your best baseball skill? Is it pitching? Is it throwing out? Is it hitting? What, what's your best baseball skill? Uh, Probably definitely throwing kids out behind the dish. Um, that's definitely my favorite because I get the best feeling from doing it. It's a challenge. It is a challenge. And, you know, you also got a challenge on the mound, too. But, I mean, you know, people don't think, you know, they think they get on first base is going to be easy. But you threw out 16 out of 21 runners, which is pretty high percentage for high school baseball. Now, I know we talk about 40-yard speed in uh, in uh, in football or the 60-yard uh, dash in baseball because it equals the, the 90 feet from home to first. Now, for, as far as the catcher, how fast can you get that ball from home plate to uh, second base? Home plate to second, um, I've been timed at 1.9, 1.95. That's what I'm ranging from right now, but hopefully I can bring it down as soon as I get to college. So. Wow, that's pretty impressive. For under two seconds to get it to, to uh, second base, uh, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's a pretty good uh, feat. Now, uh, Senior year, well, you're also going to be going to college next year, so you're going to have to have a routine to keep yourself in shape and to get yourself better. What was your routine, or what is your routine, that has made you a better baseball player? It's got you better at playing the game of baseball. Uh, definitely countless hours at the Chain Academy where I would uh, hit with friends, um, definitely throwing in the bullpen, just working on my accuracy. Uh, you know, my dad used to take me out when I was young out in the yard, and uh, he would make me get down the catch position, and he would throw balls at me in the dirt, and... That got me ready for high school and for middle school and stuff like that. So, 
So he, he was throwing he was throwing hard baseballs. Oh yeah, definitely hard. No, no tennis ball drills. No, never let up. Just <laughs> hard baseballs. So. Once again, I'm Carl Demasio, and I, I thank you for listening to Carl Demasio Sports Report on here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, and uh, we're at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic. At- of the week, and uh, joining me in studio is Islands High School senior baseball player Austin Leggett, who was voted the Region 3A Baseball Player of the Year. I mean, so did you? You didn't expect the Region Baseball Player of the Year, did you? Not really, just because of all the competition that there is in Region 3A, um, Pierce County, Appling County. There's so many good kids in that region. So you know. That wasn't one of your goals, but, you know, everybody has to have a goal. Co- coaches want you to set goals. You have team goals. What was your personal goal for this season coming into your senior year? Personal goal, um, definitely being the team, the team captain, um, having or for everybody to look up to me uh, to inspire, inspire the younger kids to uh, step up and just play to their highest potential. Well, you know, you led it. You led a team to the to the to the state playoffs for the first time in school history. Uh, we've been playing baseball for four years at Islands High School. Uh, as far as the team goes, did did you guys get together and make a team goal? Was it just to make the playoffs? I mean, what was the team goal? Um, definitely try to upset Pierce County, Appling County, and definitely make it to the uh, to the playoffs. Um, we worked very hard in the off season, try and uh, in the weight room, definitely with Coach P. He definitely uh, put us in there and got us ready. So, I mean, you know, watching you guys in that weight room, he, he was relentless. Oh yeah, he didn't give you guys a break, and uh, he did a good job. New guy coming in, so you know, as far as the season went, I know I, I left this off the questions. I do apologize. Send a shout out to all who else had a great season for the Sharks this year. Uh, Chandler Wilkinson um, batted four eleven, great kid, great arm. Um, just a great person all around. He's going to do big things next year, and he's going to do big things in college. So, um, Grayson Miller, uh, that kid really stepped up this year. He'll be a senior next year. Um, he plays center field. Uh, great all around kid, and just everybody else that stepped up that was young. Um, I was very proud of everyone. I mean, you got a legit too. Another guy that came in on that you needed to pitch, and nobody expected to pitch was Charlie Harrell. Oh was yeah, only a sophomore. Oh yeah, great kid. Um, only a sophomore, be a junior next year. Great bat, great arm, great attitude. Uh, just definitely he's gonna do big things uh, next two years. So, well, you know, there, there's a bunch of guys coming back. You graduate, I think, six seniors. Six seniors, yeah, yeah six so. seniors. You got a lot of guys coming back, so it's going to be pretty good. And what's special is you're staying right here in town, which we'll get to. But when you found out you were the Region 3A Player of the Year, what was your reaction? Uh, very happy. Um, also very surprised at just all the competition in Region 3A, um, but also very happy and blessed. And I give all the credit to all my coaches and teammates and family so over the year now how was how was mom and dad you know because mom and dad are very excited you christina we got to give a shout out to christina oh yeah hi christina if you're listening <laughs> coach damasi okay so uh she loves me in weight training class but anyway uh so how, how did your family how did your team how did everybody react um my family they're very very happy for me they know how how hard i've worked over these past couple years um teammates they're just also very happy for me um coaches i mean they're just Everybody was just very happy. There was no negative feelings, and um, everything was just positive. Now, you've had a lot of coaches over the year. One happens to be in the state final this year, Kevin mm-hmm. Farmer. One's taken over to Calvary Day School, Philip Lee. Rob Garola played, uh, you know, major league, uh, minor league baseball, played, you know, a lot of college baseball. You've had a lot of good coaches. Tell us about your coaches. How much uh, influence do they have on your success? Uh, definitely when I started high school at Calvary Day School, I had Coach Farmer. Um, he definitely set the foundation for me, him and Coach Davis, uh, definitely with my catching skills. Um, they really got me ready for the uh, higher competition. Um, Coach Grohl just helped me out a lot last year. And um, Coach Few coming in and uh, making a difference in our team and making a difference in myself. Uh, 
definitely teaching me how to play the game the right way and uh, stepping up in big situations. Now, I know you play, you, you've played softball year-round. Did you have any time to participate in any other extracurricular activities besides athletics in school, or was took up a lot of your time? Um, I mean, it really took up a lot of time, just didn't really have time to do much afterwards. Uh, so, yeah. Now, I want you to reflect. It's over. Last night you graduated Islands High School. That chapter's gone. I mean, uh, you know. What did high school sports mean to Austin Leggett? Um, high school sports, what they meant to me was just uh, learning how to step up, uh, learning how to play the game the right way, getting me ready for the real world, um, just ready for college now. and uh, yeah. Go on from there. Now, of course, you spent the last three years at Islands High School. You know, we talk about schools. Tell us about Islands High School. Three, year, uh, three years there. What, what's special about the place? Uh, definitely a great school. Um, even though some people might not think that a uh, great principal, Miss Pinkerton, even though she's leaving this year, she was a great principal, um, great staff, um, great coaches that came in and uh, made a difference. Uh, really meant a lot to me to go there, and I got to uh, meet a lot of people that inspired me to work hard. So. And hopefully, and prepared you for the next level. And let you know, you know about academics. You got to organize your time. You have time management. What do you, what do you think playing in college is going to be like? College baseball at the at Savannah State, which is good. You stay in local. We get a chance to follow you. Mom and dad don't have to drive too far. No. What, what do you think playing in college is going to be like? Um, I feel like it's just going to be like any other baseball game. Uh, definitely a lot better pitching. Um, just a lot better uh, overall hitting. Um. It's just going to be a great time, and hopefully I'll get to get some playing time in, in a couple of years. So I'm very excited to get sit back and learn like you did as a oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Starting over. Now, throw the athletics out of the way. Throw baseball out of the way. What do you hope to do in the future? you have any ideas what you want to do, what you want to be? Um, I'm, I'm going to go to Savannah State, major in business. That's what I'm going to start off doing, even though that will probably change. But who knows? <laughs> hey, you know what? Not many freshmen going into college know what they want to no. do. But, Austin, you've done a great job, and that's why you're this week's Athlete of the Week, May 24th, uh, the Weather Team Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Austin Leggett from Islands High School Baseball. Great job. Keep the, uh, you know, keep the work, and I'm glad you're staying local because I can still watch you play. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. And here's a clap from Dr. Bart Weatherington, which you probably know. Thank you. So, once again, that's Austin Leggett. He is the Weather Team Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. And remember, your back hurts, another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room, if you can. While at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care, pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and, of course, achieve a healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, located at the corner of 70th Avenue and Waters Avenue, right here in Savannah, Georgia. Well, you know, Austin, keep up the great work. Look Thank forward you. to following you. Next up, we'll go to the columnist, the man himself, Stephen Elmo Weeks from the Savannah Morning News. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all powered by that Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Demasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> 
Paul Demasi, and welcome back to the Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optimorthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. And we got a great event that's going on here in Savannah, Georgia today, and that's the 8th Annual One Mile Run, here, Savannah Mile Run here in Savannah, Georgia, and it's uh, organized by the 200 Club of the Coastal Empire. All proceeds go to help. Uh, the firefighters and police officers who have lost their lives in a line of duty to their families, and it's a great event, and there's no other better person than to fill us in on this, and he's down there live at the Savannah Mile Run at Forsyth Park. He's joining us now on the ESPN Radio, Savannah Hill and Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM Hotline, the columnist Stephen Elmo Weeks. Good morning, Stephen. Hey, good morning, Carl. How are you? Hey, doing good. It's Memorial Day weekend. It's championship weekend. Uh, we got big running events here in Savannah, Georgia. So uh, you're on You're on call. Tell us about the Savannah Mile Run. Yeah, man, I was down there this morning at the finish line and, and uh, really a, a very moving event call. It, uh, you know, the 200 Club of the Coastal Empire supports uh, the families and spouses of uh, local law and, and, and local enforcement officers and firefighters who lose their lives in the line of duty. They've helped, you know, they've helped uh, dozens of families, and they serve several counties in the area, uh, all the way down to Brantley County, places like that. So, I mean, it, it's, uh, it's a large organization, they've, and they put, they put on the Savannah Mile every year, which is a one-mile shot from Forsyth Park down to Broughton Street, and it's... Uh, you know, it's so cool to see uh, Drayton Street lined with uh, with people cheering and supporting. And then, of course, the you know the, my favorite part of it is in, they they uh, they have a, a run of military guys in full gear. And these guys are they got the whole kit on with the backpack, probably thirty pounds of of, uh, of gear on, and they really they motivate themselves um, to run hard and really push their bodies. Uh, a young man today won the event, which is, you know, he's very emotional. And I tell you what, Carl, it's, it's one of the best things that happens in Savannah every year. You know, it's a privilege to be there this morning and talk to some of the families who've been supported by the 200 Club. They've given out over $700,000 in support since being founded in 2001. That's just amazing to me. It's um, unbelievable. It's all, you know, all comes from the community and, and, uh, it all goes to people who, who truly need the, need the help, you know. A lot of these guys, you know, law enforcement and police, uh, law enforcement and firefighters who pass away, they pass away young. They leave behind small children. They don't have benefits. They don't have anything saved up. And uh, what what the 200 Club of the Coast Empire does is just, you know, it's nothing short of miraculous for these families. I mean, it, you know, the turnout was great. I mean, like you just said, but what really amazed me, and like you said, the special one is the hero's heat at the end, but you have five heats, five age groups, uh, 8 o'clock starts the family run, 9 and under, uh, 10 to 14, 15 to 14 at 8.20, 8.40. Tell us about these guys uh, with, with all this equipment on. I mean, it, it's got to be pretty something special. Uh, I guess the cops would win because they have less on, right? Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing to see the the, the uh, it, it's law enforcement and Hunter Army Airfield, the Rangers, the first third battalion, all of them. I mean, it, you know, they all participate. I talked to uh, Robert Espinoza from Fleet Feet, who does they do a great job of putting this event on as well as other, you know, all the other running events in Savannah. They've really turned running into a um, into a booming sport in Savannah. And Robert said they had, for the first time ever this year, they had over 600 entries into the Savannah Mile, and that's uh, 
That's amazing. 600 people, you know, and they do it smart, Carl. There's there's a serious race aspect to it in the sense that, you know, there were there was a, the the winner of the uh, of the the, the the men's overall winner ran under five minutes. He ran four minutes and 46 seconds. But wow. there's also a family walk and a and a hero's run. And they have enough for everybody to be able to participate. There's also they also serve the true competitive uh, runners. You know what I mean? Right. Well, like I said, many right, times. By the way, Carl, only... just to just to let you know, I saw the uh, I saw the cross country coach from Island High School out there. She said to say hello, and congratulate you on <laughs> being the new athletic director for Island High School. I appreciate it. Another another hat that I've worn before, and I'm looking forward to it. And uh, it, it's something special, and uh, you know I'm going to enjoy it. But to go back to all these running events and uh, the community involvement, it's simply great. And uh, I know Steve, you're involved in the community. Uh, any updates on Bacon Park uh, golf? Uh, anything you want to let the community know about? Well, you know, I, I think everybody can see what's going on over Bacon Park. They've torn, they've started tearing it up to build it back. And uh, I think that process is going to be fascinating for everybody to watch. Um, I, I, you and I were talking yesterday, uh, in getting ready for this for, for this uh, interview. I think people need to tune in to the uh, the, the PGA Tour this weekend and, and watch Brian Harmon. He actually is is up near the lees. He's only a few back. I mean, he's in a tie for 29th, but he's not that many strokes back. I think he's only five strokes back. Uh, have if he has a good Saturday, anything can happen. And you know. Call you and I were talking about it. He's been knocking on the door. He's got in the in the 2014 season, which started in the fall of 2013. He's got five top tens. Of course, he's got his top three at the Northern Trust Open, and then he came in top, you know, tied for seventh at the uh, you know at the Heritage. So he's he's knocking on the door. Another bulldog won last week. Brendan Todd uh, became the seventh University of Georgia player in the last few years to win a PGA Tour event. So I'm sure. I'm sure Brian is pushing himself hard to get in that winner's circle to join his to join his dog friends, you know? Well, right now just I just you know, I got the luxury of pulling it up on the internet. He's tied for twelfth. He's two shots off the lead. Uh the leader is Bryce to, Garnett. Got off to a good start today, huh? Yeah, Bryce Garnett's at six under and uh Mr. Harmon's only at four under. So uh he tees off he tees off at 11:55. So uh, I mean, I guess after we looked at it yesterday, he made a good uh, a good move up that leaderboard, and I'm excited about it. So uh, and to wrap it up, I wanted to, I wanted to follow this up with you. You know, you're dancing uh, with the Georgia Stars. How did it turn out? Did we win? Oh, it was great. Thanks for asking. We, you know, I'll tell you, Carl. We're so proud. We were able to raise about uh, twenty thousand dollars through the Gator River, uh, the uh, the Gator Golf Classic. You know, a few weeks ago, and and that just, you know, it's just it's just thrilling to be a part of something uh, like the Anson Stars of Coastal Georgia. Gator was great; he he danced so well. The golf tournament itself, you know, we ended up having something like I think we had twenty six teams come out there to support us. My son played on my team with me. My five year old son Jack, it's the first time he and I have played in a tournament together. My grand and and my dad, um, you know, was on the team with us. So that was a really special. Special afternoon for us, and um, it was just incredible to see all the support. And I, I thank you for helping us let people know. I don't think we could have gotten that many teams without the help of, of, uh, of the Call the Mossy Sports Report. So we really appreciate it. It was it was wonderful, man. We we you know the, the campaign for Gator I think raised about twenty four thousand bucks, and the golf tournament raised about eighteen of that. So we really uh, we're proud of what we did, and, and then we look forward to doing it again next year. Uh, 
you know, maybe make it an annual thing. Well, Steve, always a, always a great job. Keep up the good work. No column tomorrow in the, in the newspaper? Oh, yeah, you will have a column tomorrow. tomorrow. But uh, I've got something I'll share with you next week. I think I'm going to do something pretty cool online. Um, I'm thinking about starting a Savannah Golf calendar online so we can all find out when these tournaments are, where they are, how to sign up, and things like that. And I'll have, I'll have a lot more to talk about it next week once I kind of put some of the details together. I appreciate it. Have a good Memorial Day weekend, and God bless, and uh, go Cadets. Hey, thanks, Carl. Go BC. That's Stephen Elmo Weeks, the columnist from the Savannah Morning News, does a great job and uh, loves his local sports, probably knows more. Well, not probably. He does know more about local sports than I do because he is a Savannian, and uh, every week we have the columnist segment right here on the Call of the Mossy Sports Board. Next up, we're going to go to the big guy. He's waiting over there at, at uh, BC. Hopefully he's over there by now, and uh, he's going to give us his breakdown on the Benedictine Greater Atlantic Christian State Championship Baseball Series, uh, the Class 3A Baseball Series, the Frank, the big guy Slikowski from WG. JCL, he's everywhere. You're listening to the Call of the Mozzie Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hillhead, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all powered by that Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And welcome back to the Call Massey Sports Report right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And I'm glad you could join me. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy it. Be safe. And it's hot dogs, apple pie, and parades, and everything else that goes on. But this this next guy that's joining us on the ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline. And this man is bad to the bone. He also can eat bad to the bone just like me. A couple spare ribs, and we'll have a lot of fun. And that's the big guy all over the place. Frank Silkowski. Good morning, Frank. Hey, Frank, are you there? I am here. Okay, well, you know, I just said, how's it going, big guy? You bad to the bone. Yeah, I tell you what. Uh, I'm something. I'm hoping to down a few dogs or blocks or something this weekend. Uh, first things first, got to take care of a, a little pretty big uh, baseball game today, don't we? I mean, it, it's probably one of the biggest things uh, since Calvary played home for uh, state championship here in Savannah, Georgia. I mean, you got you got to just love it. I mean, the place they have a they have a <laughs> a tailgate party going on now. It started ten o'clock. The gates open at eleven thirty, and you know what? It fits in person. It fits in perfect. They definitely are the cadet crazies. Oh, they are. They, they are out there getting ready and and getting all pumped up. And of course, earlier this week. Uh, they took down all the advertising banners that are on the fence out there in the outfield so more people could see, uh, you know, the ball games. The tents have been lined up and chairs have been lined up all around the outfield fence. Uh, the only banner that remains, uh, is that 1961 state championship banner and, and very fitting. That was the, the first and last baseball state championship for Benedictine. Uh, they're hoping to add a second banner to that thing and, and they have their chance to do it today. Uh, they can take care of business, win two games today. Uh, Benedictine will be the GHSA Class AA state champs. Uh, if they split today, they'll uh, have an if game on Monday. So, uh, you know, the, 
best thing you can do is go ahead and take care of business today and uh, and, and, and go ahead and get that, that state championship title and celebrate the rest of the weekend. And I know you've been speaking to Kevin Farmer a lot because it's a little superstition. They got a special seat for you behind the uh, behind the home plate. And uh, but you got a tale of two teams here. You got uh, Benedictines played home ten games. They've won nine out of ten. Great Atlanta Christian has been on the road for ten games. Their coaches retiring after thirty two years. There's there's a lot of hype to this game going on. Uh, yeah, they, I mean you, you look at it. Uh, you know Benedictine has been home sweet home for them. Uh, Taking care of business with just that one loss in game two, uh, a couple uh, last week against Wesleyan, uh, you know. But you got you got you got Glen Christian, who's who's done really well on the road. I mean, here they are in the state championship, so they're doing something right. They're picking up wins when they need them. So uh, you know, it, it, that's going to be a big matchup to watch. It's also going to be uh, something to watch with 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 the you know their defense and pitching. Uh, they, they they've had. Uh, like eight of ten games, they've held their opponents to to four or fewer runs. So uh, they do have some some good pitching as well, just like Benedictine. So uh, you know it, it's going to be one of those things. You know, last time out, Benedictine put 19 runs on the board. Will we see that kind of offensive explosion again here uh, in game one and game two, or or will we go back to uh, some some really tight ball games where pitchers duels? You know, and and you can expect that uh, Benedictine will probably send uh, Chipper Wiley to the hill in Game One, a very talented sophomore who who's got a, a lot of ability, a lot of talent, has, has been really strong at, at, at the you know on the mound and at the plate. So uh, we'll see what happens here in Game One. Uh, we don't have to wait much longer. I mean, it's, it's just a couple of hours away. One thirty first pitch. Well, you know, I know, big guy, you know what the two-minute drill is, because they only give you that about on TV uh, sometimes, two minutes. Give us your uh, your input, what this means to Savannah, Georgia, having a state playoff game here played, whether it's BC, Calvary, or wherever me. What does this mean to the community that we have a state a state playoff game here in the uh, in the city? I tell you what, you know, we, we have had a chance to see it in, in, in a lot of other sports. And that's what's special about this. Uh, when you when you when you get to the, the the end of the season and you have one team, uh, whether it's a public or private, a GISA, a SKISA, a GHSA, it seems that the community really rallies around that one team that's in there. And, and rivalries aside, and and all that other stuff, uh, Savannah tends to rally around the, the team that's still uh, still there and is showing their support. You know, I've been to other schools this week, and, and everybody's been asking the question, you know, uh, can, does Benedictine have enough to do it? You know, we're going to be there on Saturday. Uh, we're, we're hoping the cadets can pull it through. It puts Savannah, you know, it, it brings a lot of attention to Savannah. So all the other schools, uh, you know, rally around it. Uh, the, the sports fans are all there supporting the cadets. And listen, you know, if Benedictine knocks you off during the year, uh, what you want to be able to say is, hey, we lost to the state champs. So a lot of folks are going to be out there. A uh, huge thing for Savannah. And this could really just be the icing on the cake, the, the, the cherry on top of the Sunday to wrap up a very successful uh, school year for, uh, for high school sports here in Savannah, Chatham County. I'm excited about it. I know you're excited about it. Don't eat too many hot dogs, drink too many Cokes, and uh, go get them, big guy. I've been looking for those highlights. All right. Appreciate it, Coach. Once again, the big guy. The sports director, the man that's all over the town, WJCL's own Frank, the big guy, Sukowski, does a great job. He'll bring it to up uh, back to us tonight on the news, and hopefully it'll be too straight and it'll be over. And, you know, i got to root for BC, so if you're listening to my uh, radio show, anybody from Greater Atlantic Christian, congratulations for getting there, but i got to root for the home team. And, PJ, got to go cadets. I, I hope it's a good one. I hope it's two quick games. 
Oh yeah, I definitely hear that. Uh, even though the 19 to 16 game was uh, exciting, I hope uh, these couple games today are quick. Have BC scoring a lot of runs. Greater Atlanta Christian not scoring a lot of runs, and I'm hoping the Cadets come home with the victory. Most definitely. Same, same with you. Congratulations uh, to the Spartans for making it, but got to root for the Cadets. Got to root for the home team here. Well, PJ, it's Memorial Day weekend. Got to thank those vets. Most definitely. My, I, I come from a military family. Basically, my whole family was uh, in the Navy, and some, some of them were Navy SEALs, and uh, we lost some of them. And uh, th- this is definitely a, a great holiday to remember them, keep them in memory. Also, if you see a veteran walking around, if you see uh, a guy in uniform today, Thank them, and uh, we should thank them every day. We should thank them every time we see them, but uh, especially today and this weekend with it being Memorial Day weekend. Carl, uh, enjoy your weekend, enjoy your family, and uh, happy Memorial Day. You too, PJ. PJ Zuko, the guy behind First Look every Thursday during the football season, the ESPN Kid Zone on uh, ESPN in Brunswick. Just a great, great guy down there in, in Brunswick. And once again, the show always flies by. I don't know where it goes. PJ, thanks again for all your help. You do a great job. Uh, keep in mind, following the show right here on ESPN Savannah AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We'll go right to national broadcasting. Remember, every Saturday morning from 9 to 11, you can get the Call Demasi Sports Report right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head AM 1400. 104.3 FM. God bless, and whatever you may be doing, have a great weekend. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3.